Yo! Starting with some Tribe. You know why? Because I love them. You do love Tribe. You always have loved Tribe. What up, everybody? How's everybody feeling? Can I get some energy from y'all? No. No, bro. This song doesn't give you an energy? It's mellow. It's not mellow. I don't care. It drops. Yeah, we're here to drop, yo. I need some bass, yo. Damn, what up? Hey, 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 hey. Yeah, right? <laughs> ah, so what it do, y'all? So, Tressie, you were telling me something, bro. You went to some wedding or some shit? Yeah. So, I went to a wedding uh, yesterday, actually. Um, what was I going to tell you guys about? I was going to I was going to tell you about the... No, it was some person. I, I got to remember the story I was going to tell you because I started doing something else. I don't know dance. what that was. <laughs> I am so sorry, guys. Um, that no, was No, I went awkward. to a wedding... <laughs> Well, first of all, it was all country music. Brown, 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 brown. And I hate country music. It was bad. Yeah. All bad. Um, I don't remember what the fuck story I was gonna tell you. Was, what were what were we talking about in regards to like when I was like, oh, I went to a wedding. What was before? What's up, y'all? This is Cedric. I don't remember. <laughs> this is Tressie. And Ben's here. And we're through the crate. <laughs> Digging through cultural and current events through the hip-hop lens. Let's get to it. Please tell me what I was going to say about I don't wedding. fucking remember. <laughs> you said you were going to tell us. Oh, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> All I remember is talking about how big Uncle Phil was. Yeah, we're talking about how big Uncle Phil was. Anyway, it's fine. No, I really want to remember. It's going to bug the shit out of me. That's this fine. Is just my personality. If it comes back later in the podcast, we can, we can come yeah, back. we can reconvene. We make our own fucking rules. We do. This is, we own this, this shit. Is yeah, this is ours. <laughs> Can't oh, nobody shit. tell you know us what, we what did to do? Not do. We didn't do our I shot. I have four shots of whiskey in this motherfucker. Four shots of whiskey, but we only have no cups. So, well, does anyone? Um, is everyone uh, welcome to getting each other's herpes? Or great, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm with it. <laughs> with <right>. the shits. <laughs> we with the shits today. Um, so we're gonna talk about a bunch of bullshit news stories, or not even bullshit news, but just news and then some bullshit, bullshit. And new shit right, well, and bullshit and new shit. Well, can I That's start I off with with some with some bullshit news that I yeah. know you love to talk about? Okay. Uh so Kyrie Jenner. Oh, Kyrie or Kylie? Is it Kylie? It's Kylie, not oh, Kyrie. Yeah. Yeah. It's Kyrie it's Irving and then Kylie Jenner. Jenner. Yeah. Yes. You, I don't care, this dude. Is the she can't first ball. and only time we will ever talk about. <laughs> she can, yeah, she can totally ball. <sighs> she's balling. She's balling worth nine hundred million dollars. Uh, no. So she is on. I'm against the track. Story, by the way. She's on track. Don't, don't be a hater and take your I'm shot. I'm not a hater. Don't be a hater and take I'm your shot. I'm just against the story. Kylie Jenner is on pace to become the youngest billionaire. She's on pace to become a billionaire by the age of 21. She's currently 20. She's worth $900 million right now. Oh, really? And she's on pace to surpass Mark Zuckerberg as the quick, the youngest person to become a billionaire. Um, I think Zuckerberg made it by 24. I think he was 24 when he became a billionaire with Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so this to me was a story that I wanted to talk about. I mean, obviously because she's dating, uh, what's that dude's name? Travis Scott? Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> that's how I feel about this story. All right, that's fine. Go ahead. And, you know, <laughs> Kanye kind of married another Kardashian and the family's really big on... Um, marketing themselves and making money just on their image. So that's why I, I wanted to give her props for turning her family's image 
into a billion dollars. Yeah. I mean, that's that takes some, you know, applause. You know what's interesting? Work. She actually stepped away from <laughs> she stepped away from the limelight for a little while she was pregnant. Yeah. Uh, and when her whole job is being in the public, it's kind of interesting that she's able to keep her business going. Well, because her business is actually a business. It's she an actual a, business. Yeah. It's an actual business. Which it's not it's Mary. Yeah, she does makeup and stuff. Okay. Like, you know, uh women products, you know, the shit I know nothing Marie about. Marie Claire? Yeah. All right. That's why I was like very like disconnected from that because I don't watch any shows and but, I, didn't I mean buy makeup. I don't buy it either. Why so. not? <laughs> he's just he's just Be a natural pretty. beauty. He's a natural beauty. <laughs> but no, I mean this is this is big because um because it's a billion dollars and she's young. Yeah. It's big because it's a billion dollars. So this is Cedric. He's always counting people's pockets. Um, <laughs> I do. I do. And we were all we were like in our little group chat and uh, talking about this. He goes, he I said, if you ever add a Kardashian in this thread ever again, <laughs> and he's just like, I don't understand. Or he's like, I, this is hip hip hop as fuck, basically. It is. it is. And I was like, no, it's not. Started from the bottom, now we're here. No, no it's see, not the now bottom. you don't even believe that, you piece of shit. Yeah, she didn't start from the um, bottom, but she's worth way more than her entire family combined. So she started with her bottom. Mm. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, no, I was I didn't think it was hip hop as fuck because she's not defined by who she's associated with. She's defined by her last name, which is Jenner slash Kardashian. And to me, I don't think that's hip hop as fuck. Like Kardashians are not hip hop as fuck. They're hip-hop now, yes? No, they're not. Yes, they no, are. No, they're not. They are not hip-hop. That's just my opinion, I guess. But I feel like that is fact. They've they've married their way and fucked their way into hip-hop. I, I feel like she actually boosted Tyga when they were together. Which is like the opposite of everything else. She was a baby when she That was is arguable. That is another problem that we yes. don't have time for. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but so, you know, yes, she's known for dating hip-hop folks, right? And she's dating no. one now. She's not known for that. Yes, she is. She's predominantly known for her last name. Nobody oh. knew her before. No, no, true, true. Um, it, I mean, I just thought. But as what's far her as family about known for? Dating, her family's known for the O.J. Simpson trial. Yes, and for being fucking poor. Lamar. I'm just kidding. Not right, Lamar Odom. Um, that's not hip hop. That's basketball. But yes, I get it. What's, basketball what's and hip hop. Yes, it is. I guess. Okay. That's why I said Ray I get J. it. And culture. Ray J. That ain't, that ain't culture. Okay. That ain't culture. That ain't culture. You know what I'm saying? Like, so look, you can't ignore it. I don't care. I still don't think it's hip hop, and I, w- I never will. You will not convince me to think that's, that's hip hop. That's fine, yo. Yeah, but you know what? Cool. She's still gonna be worth a billion dollars. And you know what? Even though Travis Scott came under Kanye, he don't one up them with the Kardashian he picked. Hey, this man loves money. Tressy would have cropped him out like like Diddy. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Same, yes. I would have definitely did that. All right, what's next? All right, all right, right, what's next? Come on, money, money, money. Where's the money? Um, Where's the money counter? Oh, sorry, where is it? That was perfect story for the money counter. Sorry. Damn. My bad. I'm getting used to this. That's right. All right, what's next? Um, I thought I had an applause on here. I don't. Yeah, well, you know Um, what's next. Ocasio-Cortez. What is his name? Jack Crowley or Jay something? Yeah. Probably. Oh yeah, he's still um, on the ballot. But so this is, a, but that's weird though to me. So, um, a couple of things since the last time we talked about Ocasio Cortez, um, 
One thing that happened is that she was written in on a ballot in a neighboring district, I guess. 14th. 14th. Wait. No, she, was, she won the 15th. 14th. 15th. She won. She it was, was the 15th she was written in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Which actually does include... The birthplace of hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> I just you look, y'all. We, we, we were trying to tie it. In. I was trying to we tie that together so hard, and then she ended up winning in a write-in. So it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. So she wins in a write-in for that, but of course she can't accept it because she's already won in the other one, and that's the one that she wanted to be in. Blah, blah, blah. But then her but opponent, then, who she beat, mm-hmm. um, fuck. Now I don't remember the name of the party. That he was the working, nominee, yeah, working people's like party. Yeah, working people's he, party. For some like reason, that. they're a they're a progressive party, but they endorsed Crowley over Ortiz. I think they Ortiz. did it early on. They did. So that's the thing, I, which so is weird because their policies line up more with hers than right. his. Well, this is the thing. Uh, so what I was listening to, she was actually trying to explain it um, on Hot ninety seven. She was explaining it as a lot of these third parties uh, or. Yeah, isn't that what they are? Yes, the third yeah. party. A lot of the third parties, they have to come together and say, okay, who are we going to endorse? Because they all kind of share the same values but have different focuses. So they all try and come together and say, since this is a quote-unquote two-party system... We have we, to pick somebody. We got to pick somebody. Who are we going to back? And, of course, they were going to back the incumbent because there's no point in trying to push put your money behind somebody else. So this was a kind of upset that nobody was expecting, which is why she was... Which is why a lot of people are like, holy shit, what do we do? And right. why Crowley's like, hey, I could still run under this loophole. And and yeah. that's some bullshit for me right. because it, it really speaks, I think, not just— Even though just... he already said, I exactly. will— Sorry, go ahead. No, exactly what I was going to say. He, 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 he called her the night of the election, congratulated her on her victory, said that he on... would support her 100% and mm-hmm. throw the weight of the Democratic Party and anything mm-hmm. that he might have to help her win, yeah. help her succeed. Um, and then he found this little path that it might— Keep him, him in there. Yeah. And and but he made a point to say the most important thing is that having a Democrat in that seat. Right. Yeah. And now he's not even running as a Democrat anymore. Right. He said it on live TV. They're like, I will put all of my support behind you. So now she's like, I'm kind of confused, but this is the way politics go. So I'm just gonna keep fucking yeah. pushing the way I need to push, you know? I think that this is just the way the politicians operate. Like you see that an opportunity, they're like, I'm I'm gonna reach for it. I honestly think there was a similar thing when, um, when, uh, <laughs> okay, I'll go ahead and say it. When uh, Do it. Hillary Clinton uh, clinched the Democratic um, nomination for presidency in 2016. Yep, right. Because, like, there was no need to go all the way to the convention because clearly one person had enough. But there was, like, the slight path and all this sort of fog around, oh, emails and stuff. And it was like, there was a possibility, and like the Sanders camp kind of held on to that, even though they knew how it was possibly going right. to work out. And I think politicians just do that. I don't think that he should he should be doing it. Um, I just understand why. So I I do have to say that I feel like the Sanders situation was different because the DNC later came back and said that they totally did cheat in favor of Hillary Clinton. Like there's yeah, that evidence was that there was actual. Manipulation during the whole campaign for Hillary and Sanders. So there was some funny business going on. So I'm sure the Bernie camp was saying, well, we got bullshitted anyway. We're going to keep fighting until the end because it was, it was a literally, that election was literally rigged in favor of of Hillary Clinton. Um, So I feel like that's a little different. But then, I mean, he, he did. There was some ambiguity in 
was she going to be even a candidate at the end? Because there were those, you know. Yeah. So there was a slight chance, and uh, it wasn't over. Like, voting wasn't over. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that was a little different. I, I, just I actually think that. They're, they're a little similar because they were like, if you have if you have that person from your party take the like win the nomination, if things go bad, I mean the the rules can differ, but it's like you can trust the party to put somebody else in there. But like if if Hillary Clinton was pulled and they were like, oh Joe Biden should be there, that doesn't help Bernie Sanders. But he couldn't trust the, at that point. He knew he couldn't trust the party. Well, that's that's not exactly true. He couldn't yeah. trust the party to do what he wanted. And how does that make it different? How does that make it different from any other? He couldn't trust the party to be fair. And in this instance, I'm gonna have to cut you guys off. In no, a second, that's cool. But, go ahead. but but in this <laughs> instance, you know, Crowley, he lost the election. There yeah. was one election. He lost it, and he's in a different party now. It's it's silly. he's on the ballot it's, in a it's, different party. So it's 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 different. It's different. It's stupid. He shouldn't do this. Um, he should have he should have paid more attention. Put more effort into. It. This I mean, it Hillary didn't stop when, right. when when Obama won the the, mm-hmm. the nomination either. She, she kept, kept going. going. Same thing. So you know, wait, that's what are we talking about <laughs> during the primary when she was going against Obama in the primary? Yeah, but she conceded before the convention. I'm not sure what the timeline. Yeah, but she kept going months after. Like she she waited until there was pretty much no. It was before the convention, but it was after. He pretty much won. I'm doing the air, air quotes because it was pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but she kept going longer than she should have. Well, okay. <laughs> she did. I mean, it's... And, th- and then she came back later and was like, all right, cool. But... All right, well, <laughs> the only reason why I had to step out of that one is because Ben and Cedric love to talk about this thing, these things and they get on their own little wavelength. Oh, oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. What's next? What's next? What's I, next? I understand that. You can't just cut me off when I'm trying to explain hey, why I'm what, 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 What's next? What's next? What's next? <laughs> Fucking rude, dude. Uh, so... That's what you got the music board. Shut rude me up boy. with the board, yo. Hit, hit it back. Oh, oh, you're rude. Oh. Rudy. Rudy McRudy Judy. Big booty. All right. Uh, big so, booty Judy. What up? I'm pretty sure we might just gloss over this one, but Takashi 69 was arrested. He was arrested. He got sent to Rutgers, and he bailed the fuck out. Wait, did he get out? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Once he got sent to Rutgers, he was like, oh, nope. Rutgers, not Rutgers. What Rutgers is it called? Is Rikers. Rikers Island. Rutgers is a basketball court. Rutgers. No, it's Rutgers. All Rutgers. College. Wait, what are oh, we talking sorry, about? No. Rutgers is a college. Sorry. What's yeah. the prison? And Rockus is a Rockus right. is a Rikers. <laughs> no, wait, but the basketball wait, wait, court. Wait, wait, all right, all right. So wait, what's the East basketball Coast, court? y'all confusing as fuck, yo. So wait. No. Rockers. Rockus Rockus is the records. Yeah, right. It, it was the end. Is it Andy Label? W K U S. Is it Andy Label? Yes. I just heard some. Yeah, me too. That was a phone though. Okay. Oh, that could have been my phone. And then, and then, sorry, Rutgers is is the basketball court. No. Are you? Well, apparently, that's that's. Are you? T. Are you? Rutgers. Rutgers is the basketball court. No, it's a college. College. All right. What's the basketball court? I'm gonna look it up right now. But and I'm what's the fucking prison? Please, somebody help me out. The fucking prison is Rikers. Rik- okay, Rikers is the prison. Fuck, man. East Island. Coast, get we y'all shit together, Rikers bro. Island. Rucker what? Park. Rucker Park. Rucker so Park. Right. Rucker Park. All right. Where's so- that, though? That's in New York. Man, so many. The same, <laughs> like, fucking name, right? And yeah. then the. 
So he, from from what I read, he uh he got arrested, like landed okay. in New York, got arrested about an assault in Dallas, which is kind of surprising to me. Yeah, because it was an out of state charge, but and, and it was months old. But that's your time will always come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have a fucking thing for that. <laughs> Yo, man. I'm give you a money counter since you like that. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> hey, but your time will come. Yes, the one. That's the one. It's real talk. I'll get talk. better at it. I'll get better right, at it. All right. All right. <laughs> no, that's, that's, it's real talk, though. Like, they will never forget, dude. Because I remember seeing the picture of the fan. <gasps> Wait, with someone his, say your time will come again. I found a better one. Your time will come. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> That's not as good. But no, I, I remember seeing the pictures of the fan with the, the red throat fucking eight, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. Or some shit like that. I've, you know, excused the timeline and the profanity, but it was definitely a while ago. And yeah. so it's weird that they just now came out and there's just now charges being filed. But hey, everybody's time will come. So what can I yeah. say? And then we also have, so we got a couple ones. Um, I'll give you guys a choice of which one we want to talk about. Um, Elon Musk. You guys all know what that one is, and we'll explain it once if we decide to talk about it. Uh, the man calls CTA writers the N word, and I think that's it. Or we can talk about the stand ones, but music stands. No, I feel like that's another thing. Uh, let's, no, no. let's get into that. That which one? Take a vote. Uh, I'm, I'm being a little vague, but like this, this one about this thing, that, this incident on the train line in okay. Chicago. Got it. Okay. All right, yeah. And uh, a few days ago, there was some guy on the train that got belligerent, and he started saying the— he called some writers the N-word, and clearly they did not like that. One guy was pushed to the limit, and he basically knocked the dude out. Yes, he did. Um, So this is in Chicago. Um— if you guys are not familiar with how Chicago's subway and transit system works, there's a main hub station right down in the middle of the heart of downtown, Clark and Lake, <laughs> where pretty much all the trains converge. It is the most, um, it's the busiest train station. The busiest one in the city. In the city. Busiest right. one. And it's the most multicultural one because it's literally where all the trains from all the segregated neighborhoods meet. <laughs> okay? So... You know, this is not the white station. This is not the black station. This is not the... This is the everybody station. Yeah, everybody right? converges downtown to go everybody. to work. And then they go out to their separated fucking Neighborhoods, of the city. right? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, right? But not right now, Chicago's like that. So, yeah. and this happened at that station. And what was funny to me about that is the dude is getting mad, blah, 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 inward, inward, whatever. The dude who knocks him out, yo, he he's... he's met- He's fucking, like, taking his time with this shit, yo. He's like, no, I'm he not, not going to do this. But I feel he, like his body was like, yes, bro, we are doing this. <laughs> he takes his shirt off very casually, takes his shirt off, folds it up real fast, wraps it around his arm, takes his glasses off, puts them in his pocket, yep. and then knocks dude the fuck out. <laughs> and, like, he hits the dude literally into the tracks. So the dude falls damn near down to the tracks He's getting back up and he knocks him the fuck back down again. He says, "Yeah, you don't, you don't do that." Yeah. So what the fuck emboldened this guy to start rattling off at the in the mouth, the n word, at a Clark and Lake station, which is a very mixed station, in the fucking heart of Chicago, 
It's a fucking democratic city. What the fuck is wrong with people? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, man. You ever have like that one of those things when you're 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 in a relationship with someone and you say something and you pull it back immediately? You're like, see, you're just like your mom. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> like you know you went too far. Yes. You know you crossed the line where you slip out that, man, stop being a bitch. And then you stop. You're like, oh shit. I just oops. I just yeah. called her a bitch. He should have had that immediately. There were so many warning signs like. He told me again not to say that. He's taking off his glasses. He's taking off his work shirt. He's walking towards me. It's like, dude, know where to stop. And the dude was big. The dude that knocked him out, he was not a little guy. He didn't look like that was the first time he knocked somebody out. <laughs> Definitely not. He was not a first timer. It was not a, it did not pop his, his knocking out a nigga, you know. Uh, cherry. Uh, cherry, yes. <laughs> he, also, he also did something that was very black, but apparently a lot of people think this is Chicago. I think it's just very black. He was fuck wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, fuck wrong, wrong with, with you. you. When he said that shit, fuck wrong with you. He's standing over him like, like uh, what? What's like wrong Smokey? with you? He's gonna knock the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> fuck wrong with fuck you. What's wrong with you, bro? It's just <sighs> crazy. Like, uh, we were talking before the podcast, like, racial tensions have, have risen. Yes. <laughs> like, then they continue to rise. And, and those cracks in the armor have been exposed. And people are just all in. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, being emboldened. So a lot of, <laughs> lot of stuff going I'm on. I'm killing it with these. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going to touch on two other things. Uh, Mr. 45 was out in Europe. So huge protests against Trump in London. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think the number is estimated around 250,000. Thousand people took to the streets just to say how much they did not like. He has a seventy-seven percent disapproval rating in England. I think seven point two. Nobody except for a certain subset of Americans likes this guy. It's so easy to see through the facade. I mean, if you if you, yeah, if you're global, there's a lot you can get out of. He can right. get out of it. Um, but that was just a sign of like where the world actually is on. This, these policies and these right. takes. Right, and, and I think, you know, I, I am going to tie in that last little story that we didn't really hit on, but the, the Elon Musk being a top um, uh, donor for... The Republican re- PAC? Re- Republican PACs. Yeah. I, I think that also speaks into this in that you have a lot of these rich people who you believe are... Speaking nobly, you know, I mean, even like the Googles, their old motto used to be don't be evil. You know, Mark Zuckerberg and his wife supposedly have all these, you know, foundations to give back to the poor. But Mm -hmm. once you reach a certain level of wealth, your main mindset is how do I get more? You know, how do I control more? Um, And unfortunately, you know, someone like Elon Musk, who we, at least, I mean, not just me, but a lot of people feel is like the real life um, Stark. Or not Stark. What the fuck Tony, Stark. No, Tony Stark. Tony Stark guy, right? Yeah. Like, he's fucking building all these fucking crazy things and has all these crazy contraptions and trying to save the world through, you know, green energy and shit, right? But he's actually backing the Republicans. So it's, it's, it's kind of a shot in the arm of reality that says yeah. money is money, regardless of if you have supposedly, you know, positive views for the environment or positive views for people or negative views. It's, right. It's mo- money is what is the real language, unfortunately. Yeah. I got two things to say about that. One is that um, he, he's, he's sort of playing the field. You see money going to both when, parties. When you got that much, right? It's like, yeah, he's like, hey, if I, if I put money into both, 
doesn't matter who wins. I'm going to get what I want right. out of it. And then the other side of it is like, don't forget that it takes a certain kind of mindset to become a billionaire. There's exactly. a reason why so many of our CEOs are psychopaths. Exactly. That they're like, screw everything. I'm getting paid. Which yep. is, is, is one of those things that's like, doesn't feel that different from rappers. No. <laughs> it doesn't. It does not. I just, I, 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 You're right. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> You're right, though. I mean, it's it's people who are successful are usually I mean, have some psychopathic tendencies. I, uh, I'm not just gonna say successful. I mean, like when you when you're willing to like on a grand scale screw over people to make like five percent more, that yes. takes it takes a certain yeah. Honestly, like a defect in your empathy box. You know? Yes. No, for sure. <laughs> to get there. I mean, if I had a billion dollars, I would help so many people with my billion dollars just because. But you know what? You know what's funny? I don't remember who who said. I think Pusha T said this line in Daytona. He's like, "You say money don't change you. That's how we know money ain't you." Because mm. when when you get a lot of money, Ooh. that motherfucking shit do change you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you get a billion dollars and you aren't an asshole. Well, obviously, ain't made a billion dollars, right? <laughs> so, I mean, that's just—it's real talk, though. It's real talk, real talk. That's what I was doing the whole time, finding applause. Oh yeah! <laughs> so, speaking right. of Pusha T, hey. what would Meek do? What would Meek do? Meek would drop a four-song EP called "Legends of the Summer." Hey, he would, <laughs> and it would range in four songs. Across the goddamn hip hop spectrum, it would. <laughs> this motherfucker went from uh, turn up songs to to bitch songs to fucking songs yeah. to woke songs. What the fuck, Meek? Let's get it. I liked it though. I liked the fact that it was like, let me just give that you was a little the, bit. Of, that was the album. Yeah. It was turn up. It was fuck. It was. It was. <laughs> well, turn up. Turn up was like to me the first one. The intro was straight turn up as kind fuck, of. dude. Yeah. But like that that first song, that first song. It's hard. That was a great like way to just introduce that that EP or LP, whatever the fuck it's called. EP. Thank you. And and I mean, come on, Swiss Beats energy. Oh my god, I have that note that right here. I said, you guys are Swiss, Swiss Beats does everything for Philly niggas. Like mm -hmm. I swear to god, he Swiss uh, any Philly nigga on a Swiss beat is crazy. That first song was my least favorite. What? Oh, really? Yes. The sweet, the Swiss Let me beat guess. style. You like 1 a.m. Huh? <laughs> Let me guess. <laughs> the Swiss beat style gets a little old. I mean, we were just watching that uh, Fire in the Booth. And, you know, we're talking about, like, that way that certain people will just, like, do the same thing over and over again. You get on... It's so obvious when it's a Swiss beat song. Yeah, he's, he's talking and he says something. Yeah. yeah, do this. And I'm like, but here, I get a little tired of it. Here's where it works for me. It's a mixtape. It's not an album. Like, if this track was on an album, it might be more of an irritant. But the fact that it is the mixtape, I think the energy is different. That throws me back to the old school mix. Come on, bro. You remember old school mixtapes where You're there literally so was nice. a DJ does, on when it? When he does a song on an album, it's exactly like this. He, he went a little ham on this. <laughs> he, did, he was all through the motherfucker. Uh, so, but but I, I, I give him... A slight pass on that because it's a mixtape versus an album release of the song. I don't know. I I think 
I mean, Swiss was on there, but I don't think he was on there to the point that it was annoying. Like sometimes it, he is annoying on on most of his tracks, but I don't think it was. I don't think it, I'd even. Thought he was about on that. there a little, but it was also like I could feel his style, and I just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just he hating on Swiss. That's he he's don't like Swiss. It's all good. No, I mean he's done some amazing things, but this one I wasn't super into. Got you. All right. Um, I do have to say though, on the dangerous song, PND Rock didn't like kill the song for me. Usually I see PND Rock on a song. PNB. Fucking fuck him, dude. He fucking I don't like him, okay? okay. He fucking <laughs> he helped stomp out Lil B. I know. So fuck oh, yeah. PND Rock. PNB. PN like peanut fucking, butter and butter. He's <laughs> peanut butter and butter. Well. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, he usually any song he's on, he annoys the fuck out of me. Well, but he didn't, Jeremiah, he didn't, I he like didn't that. annoy the fuck out of me on this one. He he annoyed me because he's trying to sound like Ty Dolla Sign, and that's not your lane. Get the fuck out of my his lane. Like Ty got that on lock with the raspy voice. Like get your old processed ass <laughs> voice out of here. Don't nobody want to hear it. Like I don't care. I was like, oh wait, Ty's on this, and then I saw P and B rock, and I was like, nah. Get this skinny nigga out of here. Yeah, no, th- th- this was my least favorite song on the thing. Um, but it didn't like PNB rock mm-hmm. didn't. This was one of his better performances, in my opinion. Because he sounded like Ty. Probably. <laughs> and we didn't talk and about we- Beach House 3 either, but that's okay. Yeah. I do fucking love Ty Dolly. Oh, sorry. I just annoyed everybody. No, that's fine. Sound. What'd you um, think of this one, Ben? You good? 1 a.m.? Yeah. Oh, I Not like that. I that am. was my favorite. No, the one. other one, dangerous. Dangerous. Nah, it was. It was okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, he I think liked I liked it, it more than, than you. Philadelphia. Yeah. Right. But when I am, come on. This is the. This is the. This is a song for the bitches that you gotta love, right? That other song was a song for the bitches. This one is for the strip club. Mm-hmm. The bitches. It's for the strip. That's for the niggas. For the bitches. To me, I don't think it's for the bitches. I think it's for the niggas to watch the bitches. Okay, I got you on that. You know yes, I mean? dangerous is literally club. for the bitches. Yeah. One AM is for the for niggas the trying club. to get the bitches. It's for the strip club. That's it. That's all it is. He needed a song for the summer. That was his song for the summer in the strip club because that's works. where he gonna be. It works with the bitches with the asses. It works. And, you know, far from Jay Z's. Uh... One AM, we at the. Uh, yeah, um, two a.m. Do it again. Yeah, yeah. Do it he again. also used um. Oh, never mind. That's in Philadelphia. I'm just an icon living. Yeah, that's from yeah. uh Jaden. Jaden Smith. I thought that was cool. Wow, meat barn from Jaden. <laughs> I mean, that song has like a hundred million views on the video. The video on YouTube. Or something. The song is lit. Um, and then I don't stay think woke. I had anything else on that. I mean, stay woke is just beautiful to me. Stay woke was dope when it dropped, and I was like, yeah. holy shit, Meek Mill. This is this is probably my. My favorite Meek Mill song. Yeah. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> my favorite Meek Mill ben song. Ben is not fucking with it today. <laughs> I, I saw a comment from him saying that that was possibly his favorite Meek Mill song, and I had high expectations, and then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, okay. Because I was looking at it, it was like, I ain't dreaming, not, dreams nightmares, you know? Like, there are some songs that Meek has with so much energy and... I mean, really just the energy. But I'm... But yes. the, Go ahead. The energy is... I know what a lot of people like, but I like what's beneath the energy. I like that he brought... He dialed it back on that song. 
and that he didn't just come with the straight yelling on the top of my lungs. Like I, you know what I'm saying? Like he does that too much for me, and I feel like he uses the beats um, and his energy to kind of create this feeling and this vibe. Where on this song, it was the focus was more on what he was saying and not how he was saying it. Well, you know, I think he's got quite a few songs where he focuses a lot on what he was saying. There's there's one that I'm kind of thinking of like uh, Tony Story, which is a song without any any hook, where he's just telling a story the whole time. And I, I think he can tell a story, and I think he can have energy, and I just wasn't really into this one. Okay. So, it's just me. All right. It's subjective. Yeah, it is. Is. How do we feel in general about this whole thing? I'm not a big Meek fan, so this was fine for me. I'm not a huge Meek fan either, but I am excited to see what he's got coming out next. You know, it's, it's always going to see somebody after what he, the ass whooping he took from Drake to come back with some quality material. And the ass whooping that he took from the system. Yeah. And the system. You know? He, he talks about it, you know? And I, that's the thing I, I like about this new Meek. Is that he's still on his other shit, but with like the one AM, the dangerous, and all that other bullshit. But he'll still throw in a stay woke, and he also also does that. I feel like he he did that on his last project in some way. I forget what the song was, but it, he had a video of it where he was following around this little kid throughout the city and stuff. Yeah. And I don't remember what the song is, but I like the fact that he's like, yeah, this is this other part of my life where I'm fucking bitches and I'm getting money and I'm riding Bentley trucks and all this shit. I love that shit. But I also got to say some other shit and try and save the streets in the same way. How many times did Meek Mill say my roly on this project? Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. I don't think I heard it. And like, <laughs> seriously, like, because that was one of my beats with him before. Every other song was like, my roly. Mm-hmm. I don't think he said it once on this one. I think, right. I think that he's really, um, he understood that he has the ability to take some chances because... He's always going to have Philly behind him. He is. Yeah. If you guys can hear that. That's me opening the flag. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, so, for me, uh, to hear you say that, that he's not talking about his role, is going to make this next conversation very interesting. Hey, let's do it. Um, future. Let's he, do just it. Dropped beast, <laughs> <laughs> he just dropped Beast Mode 2. Hey! And I'll just I'll just jump right into it and say how many times have we heard him talk about his AP on this whole project? Twenty thousand fucking times, if you'd yeah. like me to say. So let's get into it. I didn't like the project, <laughs> but I'm not a Future fan. Uh, I think that Future, um, he does the same shit over and over most of the time for me. Um, Zaytoven is a great producer, but he gives future. He gave future on this on this uh, on this on this album like a lot of the same type of beats, like almost to the like it was almost a template, and he just changed a couple keys almost like to me. Like it just to me when I was listening to it, I just kept hearing the same, like getting my brain bashed in with the same type of sounds. Yeah, I mean, what you're saying is like you you wanted something a little more different. But I looked at it as like a return to form. It's like if you liked that old future style, That's this what is you, what it you got was. On this, which and, is probably why I didn't like it. And but like there were there were projects that he did. There was one that stands out, which is like that young thug one, which is just kind of like a weird mess. 
it is a weird mess. Yeah. There's like a couple gems in there, but overall, it's 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 a weird mess. That's a good way to say it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the one that he did with Young Thug, Young, what was that called? Slime. Oh, slime geez. something. Slime season. No. No, <laughs> no that was super slimy. Super, super slimy. slimy. <laughs> Thank you. Slime season is fucking Young Thug's mixtape series. Sorry, guys. Yeah. So. We've but drinking. this is like this is nine tracks, right? That's it nine, nine, nine tracks, and it feels it feels a little tighter. And uh, he's going back to a lot of his same things. You see a lot of the same, um, same concepts and things. But I also feel like there's a bit of authenticity in that you feel in it, which is weird because he spent so much time talking about like how much money he's got and things like that. But it was like. You know what? It's actually true, though. Because we do know what he does. I, I I have to lean more towards Ben on this one. In that you always will when it comes to future. No, if if he's <laughs> you love if, that if, he, if he doesn't like future, I'm gonna lean the other way. I, I do like future. I've not been overly uh um, impressed with the work he's put out over the last year. Mm-hmm. The future Hendrix project to me was just Oh my god, it felt like he was milking a dead cow. Like beating a dead horse but milking a dead cow. Cool. Well, uh, <laughs> um with yeah, the you lost song with the like one. with the style and yeah, <laughs> fuck you. With the style and how he separated the two albums. Um I do have to say I was a little bit impressed with the Superfly uh soundtrack. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was better than I thought it would be, even though Future was, like, narrating it or, or coordinating it, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but this one, I went back and listened to Beast Mode 1 because I didn't really get super deep into it. It's, you play them back to back, it's got a consistent flow. Like, and I was talking to Ben about this earlier. One thing I, I really do like about this Future project is, at least sonically, Future's never out of tune. How many? T- no, no, no. You listen, know though. why? But listen. No, it's <laughs> not. Jesus Christ. It's not, yes, it is. It's not because of auto-tune. Think about other projects where he does some vocal experimentation, where he does some dumb I shit cannot. with his voice. I cannot. No, with listen, you right bro. Now. <laughs> How many future songs can you think of where he does a random run and it's like out of key? Because the engineer didn't know what key it would need to be in or something because like that? Because like Zaytoven is a fucking beast. So, so this I'm, is I'm I, giving props to okay. Zaytoven right Good. now. That's what I'm doing. I'm saying well, Zaytoven know. knows. It could be Zaytoven or it could be the engineer. We don't know who engineered it. Because I, I, normally I, I, it's not the producer that's adding the, that to their voice. It's the engineer. I understand that. But what I'm saying is whoever made the beat properly tuned the 808s, all the sounds, and his voice... So that nothing on this thing was ever out of tune. It was never a bad note on this thing, which I could have pointed out numerous bad notes on numerous future projects. So I'd like to point out something that you guys are talking about. You guys are talking about everything but this project. And what are you talking about? Ben just talked about how authentic it sounded. You are bringing up everything like super slimy. You bring it up, and I'm and I'm talking about sonically how it sounds. No, I get it. We're breaking it it. down. I understand, but I'm saying a lot of things that are coming. that you guys are saying about this project are relied upon other things mm-hmm. from their from the other discography, which to me sa- says that this project does not stand on its own. I think that this is this mixtape coming out the time it did come from who it did. It was a project for the fans. So right. It, so when I reference the other things, it's because it's like you 
you sort of feel like you're back to something. And the fact that it's like Beast Mode 2, it's like, hey, did you like Beast Mode? I got another one. Mm-hmm. You know? I get. I understand why you guys are going back in the discography. I'm saying that. But I'm saying there's little for that, that I'm hearing about the actual project. We're yeah. hearing about Zaytoven. We're... Then when you Which say is who's on the project, yes, but yeah, we're okay. hearing about, but we're not here. Like this is Future's project. We're, we're talking mean, about how the how the it sounds sonically yeah. in tune, which is on the it. project. I understand. Well, he's but talking I'm just about saying, how he's sounding authentic on. I, like I'll say, I think the most important thing is this. This is a thing for Future fans, and if you like Future mm-hmm. music, it's what it's for. Yes. When I went into other things, I was like, he's not. He's not really pushing me too far with the lyrics. Like he, he's he goes not. into things like. I got these girls, and then, like, I got this thing on my wrist. And it was like, I've heard that before. It's not really pushing too far. There's, no. there's a little more. Well, he more. pushed it. I think he pushed it. Well, so, uh, he pushed it with, I, he pushed it with this lyric. Uh, I fucked her, and then I made her pee. <laughs> 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 he pushed it with that when he also said, taking care of these bitch, bitches like the mother of my child, all these cards my kids inherited when I think about it, like, I'll talk about a couple of those in a minute, but I'm just saying he's pushing some of these lyrics, but I don't know if it's in the right direction. So, so one of my favorite tracks on this thing is "Hate the Real Me." That's yes. the only okay. track it's I like. The, it's the best one. Okay, now we're getting somewhere, <laughs> guys. The only track I Let's like. go. Do you understand why I like it? So, what it's I because... love about "Hate the Real Me" is because he's being fucking honest. He's being honest, not just about where he is as an artist, but where he is as a person, where he is as a fucking drug addict. What the drugs have done to him, yep. how they impact him. He's yep. being honest about this shit. He's like, I hate who I hate the fact that I have to fucking do these drugs. And if you go back in time to Dirty Sprite 2, when Future's Buzz really hit its pinnacle, he wasn't honest about wh- where he was or who he was. He was being very superficial about it. Mm-hmm. He was. You know what I'm saying? Talking all this bullshit, just talking about all the bitches he's got, yada, 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 yada. He had fucking Black China in the music video sucking all on her face, right? So now he's that being fucking honest. pedophile right was, there. Yeah. He's being... <laughs> she be fucking all the little niggas. How anyway. often do you hear someone call a woman a, a pedophile? pedophile. Thank they you. Exist. That was, that was awesome. They do. Anyway, that's a different topic for a different yeah. day. <laughs> but I have to say, Hate the Real Me... Um, was the song really to me that put this project in perspective and made it a part two? Because yes, mm-hmm. sonically, it's a lot like Beast Mode One, mm-hmm. or a lot like the throwback future that when he really hit his stride. Okay, which is a sound that I like, a sound that a lot of people like, and it's a mixtape. I have to allow artists to be free on their mixtapes to just do some shit. Like it's not an album. You're giving me a mixtape, I'll try whatever. Right. He hit me with some real. He hit me with some fucking, I'm a drug addict and I have to be on this music and I, and I have to be on these fucking drugs and I hate it. Mm-hmm. And I respect the fact. Especially this little Pump. I don't know if y'all saw this fucking song. We didn't even talk about it. Lil Pump has a song called Drug Addict Out. I haven't listened to it. He has a music video out. Fucking Charlie Sheen's in the video. Mm. And they're just fucking, whole gang full of drug addicts. Right? Very similar to Hate the Real Me, except... Future's actually honest. Like, yeah, I do drugs and it fucking sucks. He wasn't mm-hmm. really self-aware, as you saying. Yeah. Lil Pump. Yes, and and he was Future himself was not this self-aware three years ago when he mm-hmm. dropped the first beast mode. He's giving us hints about, I mean, more than hints. Future sometimes like is not very subtle. But the, yeah. the, 
the way the way he goes through this, like, uh, yeah, it's there. There just feels something like there's something a little more authentic. At the same time, it's not maybe it's the not authenticity is coming from that last song. It's it's the best, whatever. Right. Th- there were other good songs on it. One that I liked was kind of a it- dodo with Young Scooter. That was dope too. The only thing is that Future it was like, gets a Miller show. Why it, the fuck you think my price is so low? It's a good song. Like he's still selling drugs. It should have been Gucci on that song. <laughs> but Scooter's his guy though. Yes, he is. He so is. he had to put his guy on it. But yo, if Gucci was on, yo, <clears throat> this would have been if Gucci was on that motherfucker. <laughs> if Gucci was on that motherfucker, hell yeah, that'd have been a fucking radio hit. Um, all right. I don't know, man. I fuck with future, bro. I Are fuck you guys with, I fuck with future. Yet or? Nah, let me. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put that right, on I'm the done. fucking thing. I'm done. I'm done. No, cool. uh, <laughs> a couple things I wanted to like. Th- this is a reason why I asked you guys. Um, the depreciation of a vehicle <laughs> in the beginning of the. Okay. Where the fuck are we going? <laughs> what saying. is this? Uh, the can, if you, if you <laughs> let me. <laughs> If you let me finish. Hey! Yo, Ben just fucking dropped the gym. I didn't hear what he said. He said through the lots. Okay. Got <laughs> just it all. Tell us, tell us about she this appreciation thing. I just didn't miss it. I get it now. But Please tell your um, boring ass story. You know what? Fuck you. I'm, I'm listening. I'm so ready. So what's next? Tell your story about the the lot and I don't buying like being a car. Like and, that. Oh my god! Now you're fucking. I'm the only woman on this fucking podcast. And you guys are just gonna team up against me like that? <laughs> then show some fucking balls. <laughs> I don't have them. <laughs> no. So I was saying <laughs> they don't exist. <laughs> on that song, was it when you think about it? I don't know. Yeah. Like okay. you're saying that. I was gonna say, say I asked you guys about the depreciation of cars before we started because I wanted to know if what I was thinking was correct, in which you guys confirmed. He says, all these cars my ki- kids are going to be inheriting when I think about it. That kind of sucks to be your kids. Because they're going to inherit some bullshit. Oh, Depends yeah. on what cars he has. I, that, okay. I know we no. said to that. Depends take a step on back. what cars he has. But years, they're not going like, to grow ago, in value. Years ago, Oprah gave away Pontiacs for free, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's good. <laughs> and the people... We're freaking out because they had to pay the taxes on these free cars. They're like, oh, I thought it was free. It's like, no, there's a tax on that. It's like, mm-hmm. so I have to pay for this car that I got for free? Yeah. And they hated it. If I gave you a Ferrari today, that would be the biggest pain in the ass that you have to deal with. First, you got to put it somewhere. Yes. <laughs> and second, you got to keep it running. But you, you'd be Future's kid. But if the only thing he's leaving you... I'm just saying, I'm just saying, you be a rich person's kid and you be inheriting a rich person's car. So... And what? This is not like Jay-Z talking about leaving a Picasso to his kids. Look, look, bro. It's different. Are you comparing future to (laughs) Jay-Z? Well, you're trying to say that, like, he's gonna... Like, these people have so many What am I saying? Tell me what I'm saying. You're trying to say that... The cars that he's inheriting will be fine because he's ri- he's he's a son of a rich person. I'm saying he's inheriting more than me, or, or he's got a lot. <laughs> See, and this is where this is where the pot, dude. I need to get a, a a name for you. Pop pocket accountant said like <clears throat> something 
Like, you always in someone's pockets. You always pockets. worried about the fucking money. That sends more money than me. Like, come on, bro. Let's think about this realistically. Let's I, think of- I, I am. So I'm thinking of a of, of future junior. <laughs> who is currently future? His name is Future Junior. But he who has is more being, than Future Junior. There's twenty thousand fucking kids that he, he has didn't twenty thousand kids. Great as well. Like the, he has the twenty thousand kids. Gonna be good. He's got way more right. kids than Future Junior. Future Junior is gonna be good because he's got Sierra and Russell Williams. Or Russell Williams. Well, Russell Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm getting like you. As his parents. Mr. Now, Wilson. all the other kids, they're going to have to split these quote-unquote cars for inheritance, but they probably ain't got that kind of money because the baby mama they ain't been with for whatever, and they only getting some chump change from him because whatever. That's not rich. I don't think that's rich. Like, your kids are going to inherit these cars that you're going to have to pay taxes on and figure out where to put them and make sure that they don't get stolen because you're still in the hood. What did you inherit? Goddamn thing. What did you inherit? Did you inherit some shit? But I'm really no. glad that I did. Well, we inherited land, but we didn't need, to, but we sold it. We sold it and, and we got, got a, we got a little check. But if we would have kept that land, we would have had to pay taxes on that land that we did not have the money for. Is that correct? Because but we our had an cousin option, was, but... we had an option to, but I'm just saying there's, there's expenses that, that come with inheritance. And, and there's, if options. you're going to have somebody inherit something, be it something better. Yo, you taking it hella personal that Future is giving his kids some cars. I'm not cars. taking it like, personal. I'm just taking it. You're getting hella mad, bro. How is it personal when I'm just saying my argument? We can't be super super literal about this. He's not literally like I'm right. just giving a car to every child. Right. Right. What, what, but I'm just saying that there's things that go through about this, this, uh, project? this project that I just don't, like, I don't understand. And I and that that's why I don't ever really fuck with Future until I got to that last song when he actually was honest about who he was and what he was dealing with. That's when I fucked with him. It's the same thing with Drake. Got it. Whenever I got on with Drake, like whenever I said things with Drake, like uh, what was it? The it was on Take Care when he was talking about his grandma. Like that was one of my favorite songs. Like whenever it comes to rappers, I like to hear what is honest about them, what they're going through, how they're dealing with it. Because a lot of people out here need to know about those things, and we all listen. Yeah, to these. yeah, you're, you're right. I think, um, like, you go back, what is it, like, 41 Nights or whatever, when Future talks about, like, losing his, uh, losing the uh, hard drives that had all his music on right. and stuff like that. That was, like, that was some real shit. You know, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I don't live that life, but I know the stuff <laughs> he's talking about. It is real. Like, um, that's your that's your currency right there. That's your that's your livelihood. You uh, lose that shit. I hope, that, I hope that this hate, the real me, gets, like, more views and whatever... Streams and everything. Than the other ones, for Cause, sure. Because it's like, this is what we we want more of. And we are not lacking in rappers with cars, mm-hmm. with jewelry, with... Seriously? Yeah, with things like that. The fuck is this? <laughs> that you'd be getting on his phone and having his phone talked dirty to him. I just want to open my notes, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> dirty phone, too. <laughs> <laughs> that Google Pixel. <laughs> Waiting for that three to come out, though. Hey, get on. So, speaking of rappers being real. Yeah, and since Trusty already kind of set up the segue perfectly, um, <laughs> we got Drake. Yes, so let's go ahead and end with this. We're going to end with this as a topic and uh, like a discussion of the album story. Because this fucking 24 song, fucking song album, fuck I don't you, even really bro. fuck with the B side, so like. <laughs> fuck you, bro. Yeah. The part two is on some singy songy bullshitty. Yeah. Okay. I do not like part two. It's hard. It's because terrible. Because you listen to things, it's like, and it just drags. It's like, 
I am just Drake. You know, like, it's just like I don't need this right now. Yo, right? yo, you gotta capture that. No, nope. that's just that's, Drake. A, that's a fuck. I am just Drake. That's yes. fucking lit. Yo, but why would you? This this is because he's Drake. This is similar to what Big Drake. Crit did, though. But Big Crit did it way better. <laughs> Big Crit did it with like compassion. Swag. He did it with. With sincerity. Charisma. He did it with, you know, handling the production and the lyrics. And he did it with a fucking vision. What was the vision of this project? I'm a scorpion. No, no. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> and, like, and like, this is something that I've had an issue with Drake for a while. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm literally asking y'all this. Out of all of Drake's albums... What... Where's the vision? Don't ask me project. to defend Drake because yeah. this is why Drake does not have any classics because right. it's a manufactured. It like it's so funny how people were talking about um what was that what was that uh more life they're like it's a it's a playlist I was like yeah the fuck does that mean all of his albums are playlists yes, <laughs> yes. talk about it no talk real about talk it. real talk bro yeah it's just a bunch of songs it's a bunch of songs. And like something I was, I wrote in my notes that I'm not even actually looking at, but I remembered because <laughs> my fucking memory is working today for some reason. Um, <laughs> bars. Um, <laughs> the only person that is holding these Drake albums together, and I've realized it over all these years, is Forty. Yes, yes. Forty is the only person giving some type of like consistency to any of these fucking albums because lyrically. Conceptually, executionally, <laughs> Drake is not I holding say, them together. In there. <laughs> I was, but I didn't want to fucking go too Indubitably. far. <laughs> but it's but it's forty, dude. Forty is the one that gives yes. Drake's albums cohesion. If it was not for forty, Drake's albums would all sound like playlists. And Pusha T said something about. 40. What you gonna do without him? Oh, I mean, maybe a little. But <laughs> no. really, if you look back at it, Drake said some... I mean, Drake. Pusha T said some pretty messed up stuff about 40 at the same time. True. Uncalled for. It's called for. It's beef. It's, beef. it's not. Beef, okay, beef. We, There's we, gotta be some we're wine not, and we're, beef. We're not getting into that conversation. That will take it another way. <sighs> we, it's two against one. It's it's beef. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's beef. <laughs> Ain't okay. one of y'all got sickle cell anemia or something? I hope one of y'all have a seizure on stage. I know. <laughs> it's beef. That was the worst shit anyone ever said. It's, it's beef. beef. <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> shit. Um, fuck. What do we, how do we want to like tackle this? Um, yeah, I mean, I like feel that. like we just did. This shit's whack. I don't think it... But Okay, well, you said that the Future Project was better than this. Yes. And I, I disagree. It's better than the B-side. I think you can find more good songs in Scorpion than in the Future Project. Yes. But, but it's like you can find more good songs on Culture 2 as well, but it's fucking 28 fucking songs. Yeah. So is that That's the not only what reason? the artist what's gave the reason, us. What's the reason? So, the, so one of the reasons is the, the length of the, the project. The length. When, when you what's as an artist, artist, when you as an artist, okay? We understand Put that. a project out and you give me 24 songs, uh-huh. I, I'm judging all 24 songs. If you're an artist, Kanye West, 
and you give me seven songs, I'm judging all seven songs. If you say your product is seven songs long, then guess what? All seven better be fucking fire. If you give me 24, the majority of them should be fire. I understand your point there. So what you're saying is that the seven or what was it, nine songs? The nine songs on Future's project. Stand up better than Than the the 24 24 on Drake's project. Yes. it is yes. It's I, I di- hands down. It's, it's difficult to keep going through all twenty four of those songs. It is, but I, to me, like if you were to like we we only have one good song on. Uh, I thought there were nine. I and think I there think more so. One. So that's the thing. If you think that nine of them were good, but I think that one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. All right, well, you got eight. But that's still, but I'm, <laughs> well, Drake, nine. Give us a new playlist called Less Life that just cuts hey! out all the bad <laughs> Give me less life, yo. My life is short, bro. It's hip hop. I got a life expectancy at 24 years old. What's mm, up? Yeah. Um, I, I mean, don't know. I just, I, I, I think I still got to disagree with you. I, I'm, we'll just have to agree to disagree. But um, I don't think that, I think there was one good song on Future. And at least nine good songs out of 24. I understand the ratios are different. I mean, well, Drake still of, wins let, on the let's ratio. Do the math. Ray, Drake still wins. Drake still wins. One out of nine is, yeah. is lower mm-hmm. than uh, eight out of 24. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I don't right. have to fucking grab a calculator to figure that out. Calculator. <laughs> but, I love your black ass. But, calculator. What I'm saying Everybody. is. Calculator. <laughs> when, you are, when you are claiming to be the number one rapper in the world, when you're. When, Everything mm-hmm. about you says you are the top of the game, and you put out project mm-hmm. after project after project that I, as the consumer, have to cut the fat off of. Nah, bro, it's it's not good. It's also, like, am I going to the store and buying a thirty dollar per pound piece of fucking beef that I have to then trim? Fuck you, butcher. Fucking hook up my meat, bro. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, bro. Like, I ain't going to, I ain't going to I like the West Loop so to get some fucking dope as shit. Fuck it. To have to fucking cut Go up my own shit, cut bro. Cut me, nigga. I want to be able to take that shit out the it's wrapper pause, and still, toss that shit it, on the grill, it. nigga. It's a pause, but it's, we still get it. Fuck okay, it. it. You know one thing about this album? <laughs> <sighs> some of these singles... I realize I don't think I can listen to God, God's Plan anymore. Nope. I'm done with I skip, it. I skipped I, I God's loved Plan. It. And Trust me, when it came out, it was one of my faves. It was. was yeah. Like, I, I skipped both of those time. whenever I listen to this. What do you mean both of those? Uh, God's Plan and uh, I'm Upset. Oh. I skipped past Ooh, them. I'm I can upset. still kind of listen like to it. I'm Upset, but I'm Upset is... It, it's kind of like a, a reflection of Jake, um, Drake's uh, hypocrisy or whatever. But that's another thing. Um, non-stop you know is, is a hit to me Non-stop is non-stop good is, is that the non-stop one with is DJ high. Paul? Where he's, uh, take Keith Non-stop is the one where he's talking about His like uh, his rollie doesn't stop But it's not a stopwatch Oh yeah She the don't flow, never stop the, hey, the, way, the way he does Mac, the flow Drake, hey, no, no. Look, hey, I think this this is, this is d- classic Drake Like Drake will take your shit And make it a hundred times better And that's what this song is kind of Basically is And I will listen to this song because it's fucking good. Yeah. He made that shit like that. The way he did that shit was and like great. One thing I noticed Drake did a lot of on this album, um, a lot meaning it happened more than twice, mm-hmm. and 
considering the the freestyle that we watched that he did um before um with the fucking English version of uh, oh god the English uh, version of Funk Flex Funk the, Flex yeah making oh, all the fucking yeah, noise yeah. <laughs> Drake oh, is a so cosmopolitan annoying. and he knows it and he he pushes that so on nonstop he fucking uses the the phrase like the the he uses a reference about um. Palace looks like Buckingham. And he says some other shit. Fuck, I don't Bill's have so big I call him Williams for oh, real. And man, and so and so he, he and so he has some lines on the song nonstop that are sh- direct references to mm-hmm. English culture. Like to Britain, not to US. Yeah. So well, that's it's, because it's like him. Toronto and that whole scene is yeah. But that's him pushing his world his world view. Or not even view, but his um, world like image and his yeah. his his like it's like world persona as a cosmopolitan, like as being a person of the people. And even his, oh, all these t- twings and as, as he's fucking talking with his dumbass fucking accent on shit. Like, <laughs> fucking hate it. But it's Drake it's annoying. as a brand. Drake, Drake is Dra- chameleon. Drake yes. is, yes, Drake is a worldwide brand. Remember when he first came out and he was Houston? Houston, he was Houston. Houston, 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 right? And then he's like, okay, now it's uh, Toronto. Oh, now I'm Jamaican. Oh, now I'm English. Now uh, it's like you know what I'm saying. But it's all it's all by design. Next week, yeah, (laughs) it's all by design. Even the rollout to this fucking album, dude. Like, it's all by design. It's where I'll get back to like Drake, the businessman. Like I remember after Pusha T went in on him hard. Like later, you saw. News stories popping up. I think they all started from like TMZ, and it was like, "Well, Drake actually has seen his kids multiple times." Right. And he's, I was like, "He's not a deadbeat dad. He actually I gave his, like, his son gifts." Oh, look! Somebody has media training. They are hitting up specific outlets to make sure that they change the narrative. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, don't don't look at Drake like, "Wow, this is a platinum selling artist," but he sure was caught off guard. But suddenly, we see these. Oh my God! <laughs> what the fuck? What is going on with your man? Phone? Fuck you, bitch! I'm upset. I'm upset. <laughs> this guy with the fucking ever seen, gems. Yo, I, I'm sorry. I'm upset is like the light skinned angry <laughs> dude. I gotta anthem. take a deep breath when I catch an attitude. <laughs> I'm upset. It's like I ain't mad. I ain't pissed off. I'm upset. Like, come on, bro. I'm sorry. Anyway, continue, y'all. You know, I I do have a little thing I'm curious about you guys feeling. There are two features that um, that stood out to me. One was uh, Jay-Z, and the other one was the man, Michael Jackson. I was not a big fan of that Michael Jackson song. Michael Jackson song was trash. Garbage. I didn't like it. A lot of people are talking about how great that song is. It's not good. It's not. I didn't like it at all. Uh, and then I also didn't like. I mean, the Jay Z song I thought was cool, but it wasn't like mind blowing. Was, like it was like what was that other song that that was on? Thank me later. That that one with the Jay Z song. Oh, I'm this look it up. this Jay Z song on this Drake album reminds me of. It's like Jay Z went back to Blueprint Three, which to me was one of his. Light up. Light up was a great song. Got it. It was. This but was the energy was way different. It was me. not. It was not a great song. Jay Z even came lazily on it. Pretty much. Yeah. I thought it. But I think maybe that was by design. Away, like, <laughs> you don't <laughs> like Drake, so. <laughs> <laughs> so did 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 anybody else get tired 
or did, did anyone feel like the Pusha T thing influenced this album? And and what I mean by that is they influenced their view of Drake. Because how many fucking baby references were on this motherfucker that we'd already heard a about? A lot, the but I think that has to do with the fact that Pusha had inside knowledge. So I don't think Pusha influenced. I think this is something that Drake was going to do. Maybe he had to change a couple things, yeah. but I think he was already ready to do that. The only dead beats are the ones that I'm That's, rapping on. That that Th- was yeah. That is a direct but, response. Mm-hmm. But Drake does this a lot to where like there are times that you can think like it's it can also be coincidental. Like he does it. He's very good. Like his his sweatshop is very good at. I really, wasn't even going to go into that, but yeah, who knows if he's writing this shit, but anyway. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they're really good at, like, making things seem very vague, but seem like a, like, it could be a direct shot somewhere, but it can also, there's also the the reason, reasonable to doubt, or not reason, um, there's a reason to doubt that it's direct or whatever. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about right that's now. That's you're going for a Jay-Z reference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying, but, um, but yeah, so, like, it could very well be that, he was just saying, like, you know, yes, I have a son. I'm not a deadbeat dad. But he could be directly referencing Pusha. Too. So, look, dude, I'm sorry. Bullshit. I got to call bullshit. He wouldn't have said anything about being a deadbeat dad unless Pusha had already pushed that. He makes a reference to his dad wearing uh, uh, Steve Harvey, Steve suits. Harvey yeah. suits because that reference was made by Pusha T. So, there okay, are... That, no, that one, you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. There are yeah. multiple... References on here that yeah, are direct sure. responses to Pusha T. Yeah, and in, think- in my opinion, bro, Drake, I don't Drake, I don't want to hear shit from you about Pusha T unless it's in a fucking response track to mm-hmm. Pusha T. So I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to hear no subs. It. No, I, for, I, I don't want to sure. hear no no fucking other extra bullshit. Yeah. If you're not gonna respond because you had some diss song that you know Jay Prince said you couldn't release, you are you are you a, your own man or are you a fucking little bitch? Oof. You know, all I, I gotta know. say about Jay- that whole thing is that uh, Pusha T came at Drake and then Drake came at Kanye. Right. That says a lot right there. Right. Right. But I think it, yeah, because Kanye I mean, spilled the beans. So, no. so we think. So we think. I think so. No. It, it's because he couldn't come at Pusha T like that. Because he didn't have anything on t- Push. Push is too strong. So too- what? So, all right, all right, all right, all right. Rumor has it that... Drake played Kanye some songs from Scorpion before either of them released any of their music from this summer. No doubt that that happened. Okay, so no doubt that happened because Drake is known for writing uh, Yikes, I believe it was, on uh, Ye's album. Right? Ye's album, Ye? <laughs> yeah, album, Ye. Yeah. Okay, so is it possible that Kanye told Pusha about the songs he heard on Scorpion and about the kid and then... He used that in the beef, like. Um, who's to say? He he he'd been dropping things about Drake. He'd been dropping things about Cash Money for even longer. Why was this one so direct? Why, when you have a seven-track album, does one of them need to so directly go after somebody? Good question. Mm. I'm not going to pretend to have the answers to these questions. <laughs> It's all happening. <laughs> I but I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's 
it's one of those things, man. And Drake, can I talk to you for a second, Drake? He's gonna have a one-on-one with him. Piano music right now. So Drake, here's here's the thing, sir. You're a Canadian. You're not American. You're not British. You're not Jamaican. You are Canadian, right? Um, you grew up on television. You didn't grow up poor. Didn't grow up in the ghetto or the hood. I'm slightly offended by some of these mob ties. I'm sorry. When did Drake become a gangster? When he came into the game? I don't know, but but not a gangster, but he's got ties to that whole thing because Jay Prince's son discovered him. Yes. And so he's, you know. He's got mob ties. Yes. Help with being affiliated, right? Yeah. Anyway. But if you're affiliated and you're around that. I get it. You know? Just, you know, have a clearer message, Drake. Um... In your marketing and whatnot, because the streets and the clubs and the hearts of the young women, I know you're trying to get them all. Yeah. But in trying to get them all, you're going to lose some. Well, I think that's the downfall of this album. It tries to do so True. many things. True. I, but I also think, so yeah, I think that, that that can be a lot of people's downfalls when you have so many different aspects of yourself. Um, I'm not saying that these are all true, that he is a gangster, that he is a street nigga, that he is a woman, ladies. Like, yes, some of those are, but some aren't, you know, or or whatever. However it is. We don't know Drake. We don't know his life. Um, we only know what's in the music. Um, but to me, I think, like, one, one of the times I had a, a discussion with No ID about Vic Mensa, and he was telling me, he's like, what do you like about Vic Mensa? And I was like, I like a lot of things. I like that he can do this, he can do that. And he Wait, was like, you said you liked Vic Mensa? Well, I, I just said like, Vic and you were representing through the crate. Oh God, I'm just fucking with you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sorry. I'm just fucking with you. Go. <laughs> but continue. I was saying that I like that he's got like different um, aspects of himself, and he embraces those. And what did No ID say? And in No ID was like, well, sometimes you don't know if he is a activist or if he's a rapper or if he wants to be a singer. Like you don't know where he is, and I think that's where his trouble is. So, like to me, I took that and I was like, yeah, I get that, and he, I think that. There is some truth to the fact that maybe he doesn't have a lot of. Um, <laughs> thank you. Um, I think that there's some truth to that, and that he doesn't have a lot of uh, identity. Identity, yeah, because a lot of people want to. But I think in this aspect, that it shows that it works with Drake because he is touching all of those people. But I just think that maybe Vic doesn't have the star power that Drake has, which is kind of like you can't be that all over the place when you don't really. Shine like that. I don't know. So I feel like with that, what you just said, mm-hmm. Drake has kind of carved out his own lane as Drake. Mm-hmm. I feel like once Drake is done, it's term Drake will be used as a meme for someone who can literally straddle the fence like five ways. Like, you just Drake that shit. Mm-hmm. Meaning you just straddle the fence. Wait for it. I'm fucking premonition here, motherfuckers. Like, it will, <laughs> Drake will be a term for yeah. straddling the fucking fence mm-hmm. because somehow he finds a way. Cedric Domus. Cedric Domus. <laughs> Cedric Domus. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know how. And and I, I I love the fact you dropped the fucking no ID. Fucking, you know what I'm saying? Talk, I talked to no ID. That's right. <laughs> it's not That's even right. like a name drop, but I just no, I, it is I like name to drop. get con- context. That's the name what drop. I'm thinking. You talked to no was. ID. Yes, I did. I, I met him, talked to him. You sucked his like, dick too? Oh, no. Ugh, no. Overall thoughts on the album? <laughs> <laughs> 
Overall, um, thoughts on the album? It was a Drake album. That's my thought. <laughs> That's a point blank period. What does that mean, though? How is that a how is that a diss on a future mixtape? But it's okay for a Drake right? album, right? Because so, we oh, listen it, to people differently. It's a Drake album, but it's still better than that future shit. Because it sounds better to me. That's what I think. You have a different approach. You are a future fan. I know, no, no, but 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 you were asked about the album, and you said it's a Drake album. Because I'm not the biggest Drake fan as well, but I'm okay. I'm bigger Drake fan than I am a future fan. Okay, so then these two products were for their fans. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, it's fair. I'm literally yeah. just trying to get into it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but I don't know if this one. Yeah, maybe it is for the fans because especially that B side is definitely for the fans. Yo, <laughs> this too, completely and utter fucking uh, rubbish. Yeah. I ain't gonna rubbish. say trash anymore. It's, it's fucking. This, this is for Cosmopol- Cosmopolitan Drake. It's rubbish. Rubbish. Crying music. What? <laughs> Crying music. It is. Yeah. All right. What do you think? Let's say, or what do you think? Yeah, it's it starts off it starts off strong and then Elevate comes on and it sucks and then you get back into motionless and you're like, oh okay, whew, got back and then you get back into some other bullshit and you're like, what the hell's happening? I get a little tired of the pop elements. Even a yeah. song like a uh, Good for What, is that the name of the song? Yeah. 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 It it's like it it's catchy at first and then it kinda like Loses it. It lost me because it's like it's just so over the top pop. It felt like, you know, some nice scientists for got Not together. For nice for what? Thank you. <laughs> they got together. I was like, what song was is like, good for? You know what? what? I'll just listen to Lauren Hill. That's where I, that's where I landed. True. Um, but there were other times when there there were experiment stuff that was harder in the first half. Yes. I think it's good. So this, I definitely would spend time on the first half. Get a little tired. But I still think you should listen to Michael Jackson's song. I don't think it's amazing, but it. I think a lot of people liked hearing Mike again because nope. suddenly it was like, oh, not on that song. The song was trash. It was <laughs> rubble. <laughs> it was rubble. <laughs> okay. Nope, not on that. It song. was rubble. So, so Drake, I already talked to you, so now I'm talking to everybody fucking else. Um, Drake does not have a classic album, and I think we we touched on this at the beginning of the conversation, which is. Conceptually, Drake can't hold an album together. The person holding Drake's albums together is 40. It's the production. The production holds his projects together. Um, and this album is no exception to that. I, I get he probably tried a little bit harder on this one by putting more of the hip-hoppy, rappy songs on the first disc and more of the sing-songy, you know, R&B songs from the second half, it still didn't work. Um, what the fuck is Scorpion mean? Like, well, it's, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 what the fuck is the point of you making this album? Is it just to give us more Drake songs? And if that's the case, then that's fine. I'll take more Drake songs, but don't put it together and package it up in this whole thing. Just, just say, hey, I'm Drake. I'm giving y'all some more songs. I would, I would respect that more. Then you trying to force feed me a fucking project that has got no cohesion at all. Side A is better than side B, but I mean it's not really saying much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 not a fan. I'm not a fan, and it's disappointing because I love Drake. Do you remember when Drake first came out? Yeah, we talked about Drake a lot. We always talk about the fa- <laughs> we reminisce on old Drake old all Drake. the time. <laughs> 
Um, and so this I, is this is not where I saw him ten years later. I, I'm I'm glad that it's better than views. Yes. Okay. I can <laughs> I can say it's it's better organized than views. Yeah. Because I'm sure I could pull the same amount of songs that I like off views as I can on this one. Mm-hmm. But this one, at least, they're all on one disc as opposed to. So I feel like that's the change he made. Yeah. Was he was like, all right, two different discs. <laughs> all right. Well. I mean, that's it, right? I mean, I don't know what the fuck else we got to say. Yeah, Fucking I don't think suck, we can dude. say anything else about that. But I think we can go out on a pretty, on a high note with a really dope-ass song. Hey. So, hey, y'all. You already know where to find us at, right? I mean, we on Instagram, fucking uh, SoundCloud. What's the other shit? Pod- Pocket Casters. Mm-hmm. Twitter. Twitter. Through the crate. Uh, yeah, everywhere. Website. www.throughthecrate.com. Just- Dot com. Fuck with us. Fuck with us. Fuck with us. Here's an album I can't wait to come out this year. Yeah. Anderson Pack, he's got to be dropping some shit this year. Yeah, it's going to be fucking hot as fuck. All right, y'all, we out. Deuces. Hey, wait, hold on. And we out this motherfucker. For the paper, had a dream and I made it. El Camino on Dayton's bitches guess over baby. Put the bread on me, bitch. Bitch, you bet on my bacon. Big it flat in the bacon. I might just roll out.